The first quarter of the year ends on March 31st, which means you're not that far off from getting your first quarter statements for all of your investment accounts. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and predict that you might possibly, hypothetically, see a reduction in value in it. So on today's show, I'm going to give you two suggestions on how to cope with this. Welcome to the 360 Blue Financial Strategies Show. Join us as we discuss actionable steps you can take today to gain financial freedom. Jonathan Pop, Iris Sagrado, and Glenn Steers are registered representatives offering securities and advisory services through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC, 360 Blue Financial Strategies, and United Planners are not affiliated. The views expressed are those of the speaker as of the date noted, are subject to change based on market and other various conditions, are not a solicitation to purchase or sell any security, and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Keep in mind that current and historical facts may not be indicative of future results. Now on to the show. The stock market so far this year has been ravaged. And it's one thing to see the ticker for the Dow Jones drop on TV. It's quite another to get your statement and actually see how it's affected your own money. So here's two tips for coping with a down market. Tip number one. Investing is like marriage. You need to stay true to your vows. If you're married, you'll know this from firsthand experience. If you're single, you'll still know this just from observation. Marriage is difficult, and it's not a honeymoon that lasts forever. Everybody knows this, and everybody who gets engaged gets told this by everybody else. When you were engaged, how many times... Did your older relatives tell you something like, never go to bed angry? Because they knew, guaranteed, that there would be fights and squabbles and issues that you would have to work through. And you nodded your head like, yeah, yeah, I get it, I understand. You'd have to be a complete fool to go into marriage thinking that there won't be any problems ever. Now, there are fools out there for sure who shouldn't be getting married who have no clue what they're doing. But for the rest of us, it's a common known fact that there are struggles in every marriage. And I think that's the reason we celebrate marriages that have lasted so long. That's why when you're at a wedding reception and they do the dance where you go out with your spouse and then the DJ says, if you've been married less than five years, get off the dance floor. And then it goes to 10 years and then 20 years and so on until there's only one couple left who's been married for 70 years and everybody applauds. We're applauding because they've lasted so long through all of life's struggles and they wrote out the ups and downs. Do you see where I'm going with this as to how it relates to investments? Everybody knows that stocks go up and down. All you have to do is look at a historical chart. So you already know this when you sign up for your investment program, that there are going to be good times and bad times. And just like your grandpa telling you that marriage is hard, there's either your own research or a financial advisor who told you in the beginning that there would be ups and downs. And like a marriage, if you knew in advance that you couldn't handle it, you shouldn't be getting married. When you get into investments, you need to understand the risks that are involved. So just like a marriage, when the times get tough, don't despair. You knew you were going to have to ride out the waves. 
So stay true to your investment vows in good times and bad. Tip number two. Give yourself a nice, healthy reminder that timing the market is a fool's game. Timing a falling market is the idea that you can sell when the market is relatively high and then buy back in when it's at a low. That's the idea. Here's where I suggest you do some level-headed thinking. Is it possible to correctly predict if the market is going to go down? Here's where you might say, yeah, it's actually not that hard. You just look at everything going on around you, and if it's awful and looks like it's going to stay that way or get worse, then the market will probably go down. On the surface, that seems to make sense, but the problem with market timing is that it's a two-step process. In this case, you need to, one, sell when it's high, and then, two, buy when it's low. And how can you possibly know when to get back in? What most people do when they panic is forget everything they've known about investing and say, this time it's different. And that's always true. Every market downturn is different than the last one. But there's rarely an actual plan in place. They'll say, I'm getting out now, and I'll get back in when the dust settles or things look good again. I'd like to give you a concrete example of the damage that that kind of thinking can do. Let's look at the last real market crash of 2008. For reference, at the beginning of 2008, the Dow Jones was at about 13,000. It went all the way down to about 6,500 and got back to 13,000 in early 2012. So let's say it took four years to break even. What would have happened if you would have sold in 2008 after taking some kind of beating and then waited around for the economic signals to look good? One of the most obvious signs of the health of the economy is the unemployment rate. Because if it's high... You usually hear about it from your friends, or you might know somebody that got laid off. Unemployment at the beginning of the crash was at 5% and wouldn't get back to that level until 2015. And guess where the Dow Jones was at in the beginning of 2015? At about 18,000. So you would have sold somewhere beneath 13,000 in 08 and then bought back in somewhere near 18,000 in 2015. The difference between 13 and 18,000 is almost 40%. So if you would have sold, you would have taken a beating and then missed out on an extra 40% gain. That's not a workable strategy. You never know when the market hits rock bottom. And when it does, the economy is usually in the tank and doesn't look good. By the time everything looks normal again, there's a chance that the stock market has already gone back up and you missed it. That really leaves you with only one workable strategy. Get into an asset allocation that you're comfortable with and then stay put. Relax. The market will take care of itself over time. You knew this going in. Stay true to your investment vows. In marriage, a good spouse will say, I knew there would be issues, but I'm here to stay. 
an investor is going to think the same way. They know there's going to be issues, but they stay put. And with that, I am done. Stay clean, stay at home, and do your best to have yourself a glorious day. For more information, go to 360blue.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-X-T-Y, blue.com. Keep in mind that this show is designed to be educational only. The representatives on this podcast do not provide legal or tax advice. For individual guidance, please speak with someone who knows you and your situation.